It's the 502 pre-show. Hey, everybody. Hi. 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 <laughs> it's interesting times in which we live. Yes. Are we talking about it? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Probably not yet. Okay, so there's, there's things happening. Yeah. Jeff has been, unfortunately, busy. Yes. But uh, things are opening up now, so... Uh, so we're back. We we had a little bit of a break because of things that were happening. Yes, responsibilities but, and mm-hmm. such. Um, I'll tell you all about it when we're not recording. Yes, but uh, yeah, not appropriate to record just yet. No problem. So which one is this? we had, we had this right? This yeah, is the, uh, there's there's not much like throwaway pre-show beers in there. Yeah, so so this is okay. the coffee stout that uses the Allegheny coffee. Epic. So right before the show, I was showing. First, I showed Max the big old Lagrangian of the standard model. Now I showed Jeff the smaller version. I was describing mm-hmm. to him what the things mean because I've been really. I mean, I, I, I sort of like I had a handle on what the things were in the mm-hmm. standard model and and some of the math, but I really devoted myself to understanding the actual model itself, uh, and the math behind it, which is a lot of matrixes and linear algebra and essentially as i said to max the the big thing to get from that is how things rotate and then also how things interact with each other okay uh and so what you're what these are these are just sort of matrixes um well everything in here is a matrix the the, Mm -hmm. the oh yeah they're just like so these equations like there's no numbers like no, no there is one negative one quarter, so that's oh, just okay. a negative. scaling constant. All right, all right. That's the only number. <laughs> There's not very many operators. There's another number here. I is a number. Okay, fine. It's not <laughs> enumeral. Yes, it's not enumeral. Um then there's so there's a bunch of these f mu nu bottom and top, which have to do with the dual vector and vector. Um then there's psi, which has to do with the wave function of of, of spinners, which are uh, spin one half Dirac particles. Um, over here, there's phi, which is an angle, and that has to do with something called the weak mixing angle. A bunch of these d's, uh, which have to do with um, other ways that fields interact with each other. Um, and there's a lot of stuff in here. And like I said, these two make a lot of sense to me, and these two I'm still learning uh, because these two I've covered. Okay. Um, but they make a lot of sense to me in that this is a very small version of something that, that really gets split out. When, because this is like... A, this doesn't really mean anything. This line says I phi... Uh, I think that's supposed to be D prime... Uh, D time mu prime, I believe. Um, but that means because I haven't seen that notation before mm-hmm. with the slash through it. Um, but these have to do with essentially like th- this is just a notation that is used to express some some bigger thing, and these are all little, little pieces of notation used to express a bigger thing. And if you looked at the larger thing you would have a much better understanding of what it means, but then it's compressed because, okay, now that we've done, with, now that we've understood what this means, we can use this now. 
And then, of course, you, you would have that on a sheet later. So when you actually go back and if you need to do some equation, mm. you can pull out what that means. Right. You can sub it in. Mm. Yeah. And that's, you know, so this is not useful, this equation. Like, this is this very... like the key. Yeah, the sort of. It, it's, it's a very pared down version um, that is just sort of like the cover of the book. And this, all this describes with the Lagrangians is you're essentially describing uh, the the ways in which all of these things uh, interact and move. Their kinetic energy and their interaction energy. And in some sense they're coupling. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, interesting about this is you see no mass terms. Okay. They're they're hidden, but the reason why is partially these don't have any mass until you involve this. Okay. I'm glad you find it interesting. I, 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 I don't do. I don't get I don't understand enough of it to I do and, and I think that it's it's so weirdly specific that I don't expect anyone else to really care. <laughs> I find it fascinating because when you get deep into it, I mean, all, all I'm really learning, like, like I said before, all I'm really learning is a model, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a model of a, of a way of constructing this that happens to, we have found, match with reality. And we've slowly built this up. Mm-hmm. And... So there's a bunch of different ways you could make, you know, Lagrangians in in all types of ways. This one, there's nothing special about it except for it matches reality. Um, And so the interesting thing is finding out what all of these processes are and then how you then get to the specific one that does describe reality. And a lot of times when we're walking through it, it's here's we're going to describe something and we're going to do this and this doesn't have any motivation until later because then you'll see why this is there but again the only reason why this actually says something is because we've tested it and this actually matches reality as opposed to Mm -hmm. this has there's very few times when something has come out of this where it where something else comes up and you're like oh that's new it has happened with this but it's not it's 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 less a it's it's usually less about what this says and more about what we play with and what we find. Right. So essentially, I'm not learning anything. I'm just learning uh, how to understand some some very archaic and weird language. Yeah. It certainly is. Mm-hmm. It's all Greek to me. It is all. It is a lot of Greek. Summer, summer, Happy yes. Summer. Thank you. Summer Happy solstice. summer to you too. Yes, I hate summer. Mm. To the sun is still out. It's nine fifteen. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say the sun's out. It's still not dusk. Yeah. Or twilight. Or. It's after sunset now, mm-hmm. but it's still not dusk. Makes me... I don't know. It makes me anxious. We, I don't know We've why. talked about this yeah. before. I i love this. You know, it's... Cause, yeah, like, you like being outside. outside. Yeah. yeah. 
So I love Daylight Savings Time. I love the Time Rider on the Solstice. You know, I love being on the western part of the time zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what, yeah, for, you know this story. I almost certainly remember it, but people listening might not. I went to New York City for Christmas, like right the week before Christmas one year. I wasn't there for the winter solstice, but I was like leading up to it. Mm-hmm. And I could not believe how early it got dark there. It was like dark by four o'clock. You know, Boston is even yeah yeah it's even, even more like even darker earlier yeah. So like that's when I realized you know, living on the west side of the time zone is <laughs> pretty sweet. Definitely, you can get too far west though. Like Indiana is still like part of Indiana, or is it? Yeah, part of Indiana is still Eastern time. And mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they didn't do daylight savings until just a couple of years ago, maybe ten years ago now because time goes so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Not for you. We can talk about that if you if you notice time going by faster now. Cause oh, because I had the argument that like with my kids and everything, time goes by so fast. You're like, yeah, no, it still feels about the same. But now you're probably like five or six years, seven years older now. I'm wondering if it's speeding up for you or not. Not really. No. Okay. No. I mean, a second still lasts a second. I know. But and a lot of seconds seem to pass in like a quicker, like, where'd that time go? If you're doing something interesting. I guess I'm doing something interesting. I all guess the time so. Because... I guess so. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. Uh, obviously, some days move quicker than others, but no. Not, not so much days, but more so like, where did that month go? Where did that month I mean,. I think everyone feels it to some degree, but I, I suppose I feel it less than others. Because when, when people let say, where did the time go, I usually say, I mean, I, I usually do say, I mean, there was a whole month of it in there. Yeah. And if you go back through it, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, I did that, did that, did that, Oh, did sure, that. sure. It's just, I mean, maybe it has to do with how memory works, right? Maybe mm. it's kind of, you know, you remember your childhood memories in a certain way that makes them seem more stretched out or something that could Mm -hmm. be it too right yeah yeah there's also the recognition that there are or there may be less days in front of you than behind you potentially yeah yeah it's not i mean it's not for me you know it's not a conscious part but yeah i don't know yeah it's just you know time so quick um, <laughs> time is what time is. I know. I know. Uh, anyway, um, I was I, I, I kind of rabbit hole there just to see if you had gained a different perspective or not. But can't apparently say not. I have. No. All right. So then we we're talking about time zones and Arizona, who I work with all the time, mm-hmm. does not do. Yeah. I mean, literally every day I'm talking to people in Arizona. Yeah, we do a stand up every day. So. They don't have time, so so they're now three hours behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Indiana, like on daylight, like today, it's going to be dark till like quarter after ten, or light until quarter after ten or something. Yeah, like so uh, that might be a little extreme. I don't know. I might like it. <laughs> it's hard to say. I mean, if I if I'm not like tired at nine, that's not bad. But if mm-hmm. I'm like if it's eight thirty, it's been a long day. I'm tired, and it's like, come on, son, go down. Mm-hmm. I just want to want to go to bed. Yeah, we can always move south, and then you have less of the seasonal daylight. Oh, I could always just move. <laughs> I mean, I mean, imagine imagine being in like Alaska, right? Like 
a lot of Alaska, the sun's not going to set today, you know? Yeah, but you can't just move. I mean, that's the thing. Like, everyone says, oh, so just move. Like, oh, yeah, just just, uh, just up and change your entire life. <laughs> and find a job and everything. Could like that. A social design. network, everything. Just boom. Do it. I didn't mean it that way. No, I, I just I, meant if the I days know. are too long, I know. closer to the equator, well, the days get closer to the You did say hours. you can always just move, which is well, sort of like... In, not in a... <laughs> I was not offering you... Real advice mm. of how to move to the equator. So you have 12 hour okay, days. Okay, well, good, because it wasn't very good advice. <laughs> you should move to the equator so you get 12 hour days every day. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And and, and malaria. And, yes. <laughs> you burn like a potato. Like a, no, I was going to say potato chip. Potato chips don't really burn. I don't know why I was going to say that. Mm. I just thought something crispy. You know, was, mm. Yeah. What burns? Um, like a well, a French fry that's been overcooked. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, did you see this link I sent you? I did. Pitchfork gives music six point eight. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite lines is uh, coming in at exhausting seven thousand years long. Music is weighed down by a few too many mid tempo tones, notably. Leave Strom number three in A flat by Franz Litz and closing time by nineties hall rock group <laughs> Semisonic. I didn't get that far. I saw the uh, part of, you know leaves people wanting more. That part where it was giving it you know yeah. the, the positives. <laughs> but I love that. Schreiber wrote in the end, though music can be brilliant at times, the whole medium comes off as derivative of pavement. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you like the story. I mean, it's it's a I mean it's a funny take on. Yeah. The pitchfork thing, which of course they all love. I mean, they love payment as much as I do, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like, I mean, you could you could put in Beatles in there yeah. just yeah. the same way. Uh-huh. So, and it would work. The joke would still still work. In, in, in fact, payment's almost a better joke. Payment is a better joke yeah. than the Beatles. Those people are either like, I get it. It's mm-hmm. Or people are like, I better check out Pavement. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pavement is, is slightly more obscure, more indie. I'm going and... to see uh, Social Distortion. Okay, when? They're August, August 20th, I think, 20th, 21st. It's Flogging Molly, Social Distortion, and someone else. But, I mean, I've we talked about like me discovering Social Distortion probably like seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, man, if I only figured these guys out in high school, right? <laughs> you know, and um, that's all they were coming. I'm like, oh, I really want to go to Social Distortion. So go into the cool. show. And Ben Folds is coming back, so I'm seeing him again. Too. He's like a week or two weeks before. I've grown less uh, annoyed with Ben Folds over time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I have to get out of my head things like Brick. Yeah. Right? I mean, I have to be... And I've listened, I've heard other stuff, and it's like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's not. He's not bad. He, I, I, I like the way his voice works with the music mm-hmm. and he, the stuff that he writes. I just got to get those songs. That I oh hate. yeah, I mean, if I, I don't listen to Brick. Yeah, I, I don't listen to a lot of the. I mean, so the stuff on like whatever and ever, amen. I mean, there's a couple songs that were played too much, mm-hmm. um, but there's, um, I don't know. He and and he's just so much fun live. You know, like. 
I remember um, Rob Bain. I remember we worked with him. Mm-hmm. He saw Ben Folds like way back, and like where to the point where like he would open up the lid of his baby grand and like roll around inside on the strings. That's a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> but fucking Malcolmus from Pavement's really weird too. Is that yeah. what you can do? Yeah. Yeah. But he does things like when he's playing the one song, the last polka, like he'll like lift up the piano and drop it for part of the song, like so like like the, just the thunder of the piano, you know, that's kind of like cool. doing stuff yeah. like that. Um, he pretty much like writes a song from on the fly every night, you know, because of the whole rock this bitch thing, where like at a certain point people start yelling rock this bitch, and he'll he'll do an improv rock this bitch song. I don't even know what that means. It's just it's it's kind of Ben Folds's. Freebird, right? Where it's, but he just does a song on the fly every night. Like uh, the one time, he sang a song about um, a dude stuck on the side of Mount Washington because he went. One year he was here. It was you know a couple times a year people get stuck trying to traverse down Mount Washington. Mm. So he wrote a whole song on the fly about someone who was stuck on Mount Washington and then fell into a rose garden. You know, just on the fly. But, Interesting, sort of like improv, but music wise, yeah. I assume you haven't watched the Bash Brothers yeah, thing. Yet, no. I wanted to show you just because I, I I purposely didn't give you the ones with the best jokes. Okay, but I'll just show you the first okay. the first like it's about. A I did see it. On, I mean, it's on my like Netflix Netflix queue, but I just haven't. At this point, guys, I think everyone knows who you are. But just in case, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, okay. Well, they call me Jose, and I'm Mark. Jose. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mark. Go, Jose, go, oiled up like Rambo. Take a needle out my button, hop in the Lambo. The anabolics got me feeling biotic, cause you know I'm indestructible. I'm Jose, I'm Mark. You're a stud, and you're a thoroughbred stallion. Next lace stuck with the Let's Bash medallion. Rolling the hilltop mall to get a pager. Got girls of every flavor, because we're in the majors. Sky, tell her, come mess up your Maybelline. My beeper beeping more than my dialysis machine. Kidney failure's just a part of the game. We're not ashamed, now the world knows my motherfucking name. They call me Jose. And I'm Mark. Jose. My name is Mark McGuire. I play first base. And it goes, so there's... There's a interstitials and then songs. Yeah. Interstitials and songs. It's great. It's so it's, it's, good. I mean, I'm just thinking of like. I mean, the Lonely Island has a record of doing this thing, right? But yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking like the jokes that, like the the brainstorming and the joke writing in mm-hmm. there, like and and you know, Marcus stiff and stodgy, and Jose is flashy, and like, let's make that into a song. Yeah, and, I mean, and, the cool thing is also, I mean, it, the lyrics are dense as hell. There's yeah, so much yeah. joke stuff going yeah. on constantly. Um, I didn't know those steroids gave you kidney failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I do. I assume that's the true thing. It was on the song. Mm-hmm. Kidney failure is just a part of the game. <laughs> I was like peeping more with my dialysis. I was like, what? <laughs> and then they, but they, you know, they went through and they kind of explained mm-hmm. it for people who you know, would be like, what? Is he diabetic? What? <laughs> or not diabetic, but... Uh... Yeah, kidney problems. Kidney failure. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that means. A dire now. There's a there's a term for it, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, um, 
Let's see, what, is there anything else going on? Um, no. Not really. Maybe I'll think of something else. Okay. I think we could drink some beers. Let's do that.